Podcast. You're here today with Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files, from the Dark Gray Triad. Always looking left because I'm not right. Um, it's almost June, y'all. Half the year, six months to my birthday. Ayo. <laughs> um, don't you miss that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? No. <laughs> but I guess speaking of summer and hot things, here's my co-host. <laughs> yeah, it's almost two months to my birthday. Let's do it. Hi, y'all. I'm J. Del Negro, y'all, and y'all listening to the Don't Judge Me podcast, where it is absolutely your pleasure to make our acquaintance. Want to take it a step further and be a part of the show? Speaking of part of the show, listen, if you didn't hear episode 133, you are kidding yourself. Greatest episode we've ever done. Very confident in saying that. Good time for all. If you want to turn off your brain and turn on something else, listen to an episode 133 of the Don't Judge Me podcast. So that's last week's episode. This week is 134. We had Honey Glaze, we had Sav, and we had Mr. Flowers, Aunt Mo, whatever you want to call them. And the conversation was off the chain. I'm promoting that previous episode. Please go back and listen to that. Have yourself a good time and continue to join us in judgment. But again, if you want to take it a step further, send us an email, leave us a voicemail, reach out to Sir Nigel on WhatsApp. Email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Our phone number is 410-834-1562. And the WhatsApp is don't judge me podcast. Do one and or all of those. Make the cipher complete. Continuously say judgmental things. We will continuously make fun of you along the way, but love you unconditionally, except with conditions. Because we shall Proceed to continue to judge in life. We have nothing nice to say this week. Nope. I know you aren't surprised, Hmm. but we have plenty of other things to talk about. So let's get this show started with a little gentle judgment. Yes. Uh, We don't get the full wrath of our judgment, but just a little bit. Watch out, Russia. Watch out, Ukraine. There's a war on electric scooters in Denver. Weird segue, right? So apparently in Denver, people are riding those, you know, pay to use scooters and just leaving them. So there's a vigilante group. (laughs) I'm going to call them that. Who are (laughs) essentially uh, picking them up, getting a Sharpie, riding over the barcode so no one else can use it, putting a sticker on it that says, due to someone being an asshole, you can't use this scooter. But I'm like, but aren't you part of the problem, too? Because <laughs> now I can't use this. And it's just going to be here. Yeah. So now it's just going to stay here because you didn't move it. You just damaged it, essentially, and then left it. Or even let's say you put it over to the side. People who own those things now need to put a new co- a QR code on it. Excuse me. They need to remove the sticker. Then they need to put them back. Yeah, they they are essentially uh, what's, what's they're tagging the scooter. Yeah, and costing the company money. Yes, and then pretty much the, the 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 I guess the sticker says call call an Uber or a Lyft and go somewhere else because someone else left this here when they weren't supposed to, and it's like 
Okay. And you know the kind of energy is because it's trying to start off like citing like laws. Like it's illegal to park scooters in non scooter parking spaces, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so because this wasn't done, we did this, right? And it just kind of reminds me of the energy of it's like, I don't know. It's like, well, this is against the law. So I'm going to break the law to enforce this law. Like, okay. Thanks. Yeah, Appreciate the, you. The, the scooter companies need to hire vigilantes to chase the vigilantes. Yeah. Like, there just needs to be like, dueling sides to this but also and they should wear superhero costumes oh yeah yeah like a some sort of like foldable scooter that they wear on their waist right and then it's like they throw it out (laughs) yeah they throw it out (laughs) and fucking just like whips out like a like you know those like uh like those like the baton sticks that like Mm -hmm. go from like here to like like that type of energy but into a scooter so then they could chase after you like freeze and the cape is just flapping in the wind. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's what they need. Not even like a full cape either. Not from the neck. No, 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 no. From the waist. Okay, waist cape. <laughs> a waist cape. Yep. Mm-hmm. That it's, way like can... a, it's like a half skirt. Yeah, yeah kind back. of. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Like a like a, a a mullet skirt. Yep. It's a party in the back. Exactly. Yeah, party in the back. Business in the front. Yep. We're here to enforce the scooter laws. And then when they catch the culprits like what should they do because we're not him in the ankle arrested. with the scooter there you go that is it just, fuck them up just twist it around like one good 360 <laughs> yeah. think and just hit their ankles you know like yep. instead yep. of like 20 slashes it's, it's 10 10 ankle bites <laughs> exactly that's exactly what they should do yeah fucking your shit up i like it i like it well if and when i go to denver i'm gonna make sure I leave my scooter in someone's front yard because I want to see the vigilanteism happen in real time. I have a little gentle judgment for this gentleman. An 83-year-old pastor traded in his role preaching to the congregation to take up a new role as a pornographic film star. And now he says sex can actually help bring people closer to God. Retired pastor Norm Self spent most of his life serving his Christian faith and was even married for 30 years, but eventually realized he was gay and called his marriage quits. Then 20 years after giving up the vagine, he figured he'd show his love for the peen Mm -hmm. via video for free. Okay. And says he will keep it up until the negative views of sex are to be replaced with a message that says people have the right to enjoy erotic joy. Okay. Talk about plot twist. No, that, that's a lot. He that gave a lot going up on. the cloth. He gave up his wife. And he started a new life at 83. You know, power to him. As long as he's happy. He is unhappy because of the stigma associated with sex. You're right. Better get closer to God and procreate. No, he's not here to procreate. He's here to have sex oh, because right. he's having it with men. You're right. Erotic joy. Erotic this isn't joy. About, this isn't about anything other than pleasure. He imagine that though? Sales pitch, right? Hey, what's going on? You want to go to the movies and then maybe enjoy some erotic joy? I mean, that should be the name of a series, Erotic Joy. Yo, it should. Like, just just really just eccentric, 
wild outlandish like episodes like you know the first episode is uh you know uh let's say like a white person pretending to be a slave and falls in love with the black master right like it's some, some sort of it's like you know really like oh this, this is this is this is a continuation <laughs> of real sex that's what's happening this is a continuation of real sex just just random just random scenarios did you, that make no sense. Did you did you watch uh real sick real sex when you weren't supposed to? Like as a oh, child. Yeah. I used to watch all that stuff. Were you as disappointed as I was? Like, this is what people do. Yeah. Like, like, even like retro diaries, it was kind of like this this is what the hype is. This is this is the sex thing I'm not supposed to do. These people are barking at each other and crawling like dogs in the dirt. No, this is I'm the a, real sex. Look, I'm gonna tell you, I got I got really introduced to like what I guess real sex was in like in college, right? Like I remember I was like hooking up with this like this slut bucket in high school, right? Didn't know she was a slut bucket, but I'm doing like the red. I'm I, I'm 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 trying to kiss and whatnot, right? And like even she was like, "What you doing?" <laughs> she was like, "Nobody does this." Which is a slut bucket, right? But in my mind, I was thinking like, "Oh, this is what it is." You know, so you gotta be romantical and shit, right? Nah. I need to learn from Erotic Joy Volume One <laughs> because uh, like even I was like I think I told my brother I was like yeah you know we was kissing he was like you did what <laughs> you kissed that slut yo what's wrong with you gave and I didn't understand it at the time because I was like yeah I mean that's what you're supposposed to do right and he just like Mm-mm. might want mouthwash bro like I don't, <laughs> he might want to gargle or some shit <laughs> you might want to like, you might want to gargle alcohol yeah you might want to uh, bleach your mouth you know what i'm saying because uh you you was in somewhere where you weren't supposed to be <laughs> but in my mind i'm like that's what it was right like oh you know like oh mm, 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 mm. yeah because the sound effects and then uh you know what I'm saying that it's supposed to be all happy and stuff there ain't no sweatiness you know what I'm saying ain't no choke me or whatever crazy nonsense you went to like i didn't get that until i got in college i was like wait this, this is a thing you can we don't have to be together <laughs> when <laughs> like i really got introduced to it in college where i was like wait so you don't want to be my girlfriend now we can just keep doing this stuff go on <laughs> can go you would prefer if i left so you want nobody to know about this <laughs> are there more people like me this is this a thing is this am i special <laughs> no thank you that's too funny well i'm glad that actually we did go to this because it goes into my next segment friends with benefits okay most people you know they'd be content with having the booty call don't tell nobody pretty much you know just what i just described in my college years let's really talk about the real friends with benefits that i am looking for motherfuckers with swimming pools boats vacation homes i need to i need somewhere to stay in new york for free where them at? <laughs> Where they friends at? I need to find them motherfuckers. It's hot during the summer. You ain't got a pool? Where a jacuzzi? I'm trying to relax. You got a butler? What's up? <laughs> Where them friends at? If so you the, got a friend like that, or you that friend, call me, because I want to get in the pool. The, the benefits have been adjusted for what you need later in your, your, your mm-hmm. years. You don't need just to hook up. You need yeah. some actual perks. Yeah, ticket tickets to a Yankees game or yeah, 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 that. Hey, I got box seats. You want you want to go to the Wizards game? No, but I'll take them. <laughs> hey, I, I, man, I missed my flight. You want to take the jet? I'm sorry. Uh, what? Yeah, sure, 
Sure. I don't care where the fuck we go. Let's go to Iowa. Like, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, let me just get on that jump. Yeah. Damn, I, man, I missed, I missed my Uber. You want my driver to take you? You're what? <laughs> that's the, that's the rich, that's the rich Uber. <laughs> would, would a friend who has an apartment in a building with a really nice clubhouse, would that be a friend with a benefit? I get down with that. Okay. Hey, man, you know, we got a pool hall in my clubhouse. You come through, take a date. That's cool. <laughs> Bet. Bet. Cheap date. I'm all about it. Yeah, look, I used to go to laundromat and play pool at that joint because it was cheaper than going to a Billard's. Like, Billard's would hit you like $20 for like one game. You went to the uh, the laundromat, it was a dollar. You just was surrounded by a laundry machine. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's sober. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, I mean, it's also like no cigar smoking, no, you know, like it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like bills are always come off as like very dark, you know what I'm saying? Like, like basement almost. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Laundry mat. Nope. Right on route one. Could, could look right outside. See traffic. Like, I mean, it, it, good stuff. Folks, what it, uh, um, I too could use friends with benefits. What benefits would I appreciate right now? Um, tires. That's a benefit that I would appreciate. Uh, access to tires at a cheap cost. That would be all-wheel drive. Got to get four tires at a time. Hook me up. Yep. That's that's a benefit that I, w- I would appreciate. Um, I still have another one. Sorry. Go ahead if you have another one. I didn't have one. Okay. Jobs. Look, I'm going to tell you, one time I was on a cruise, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on a cruise, and this guy literally was talking to this guy. I was sitting there eating my food, but I, I was by myself. So I'm, I'm eavesdropping because they're right next to me, right? Yeah, man, my job, my, my boss got mad at me because I was smoking weed on the job. You know, they fired me because I failed my drug test. And then, like, you know, pretty much it's like a series of events where it's like this person shouldn't have been hired, right? Like, I mean, equivalent to like, yeah, shit on his desk. Like, you'll say <laughs> stuff like that. The next word that this, the guy who was talking to was, you should hit up my buddy John. He'll get you something. I was like, move the fuck over, shit, shit, butt. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a job. Like, I was like, yo, how, how, what? I need that friend with benefit. Hey, hey. And I love my place where I work. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's one of those where it's like, hey, man, you know, I really want to you know, find a job to pay me 200000 You should hit up my buddy, uh, 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 Edward. Go on. <laughs> you want to be a CEO? Sure. <laughs> it's just that easy? Well, yeah. All right. He has a startup. Probably. He needs some directors. You, uh, you, you have a degree? No. Okay, we could be probably a manager or something. <laughs> oh, oh, let's go. Yeah, the, the friend with the benefit of a job hookup is vital because that's the only way HR is going to see your resume mm-hmm. anyway is if they can refer you to say, hey, check this person out because the 600 other resumes that they don't want to sort through are getting in the way. Yep. So that is the most important friend to have right now. Yep. Friend with a job hookup. Mm-hmm. Good looking out, friend. Good looking out. Speaking of looking out, a woman in Florida beat her husband with a belt after she caught him watching porn on his phone and masturbating. Angela Davis' husband told police that they got into an altercation after she interrupted his pleasure session. Basically, Angela's a young lady. The gentleman's a little bit older. Angela was away. She came back. The gentleman was sitting at home with his hands in his pants and his phone in his hand. Angela had a problem with it. So she went and grabbed her belt, wrapped it around her wrist after exchanging words with him and started punching and swinging at dude. So much, in fact, that she hit dude 
and left an abrasion that was the belt buckle on the side of his face. That's wild. She was so mad that he was whacking off to someone other than her. See, I can see maybe if it's, a rage. if it's someone like your best friend's OnlyFans, right? Then it's like, bro, what was that? <laughs> I mean, that's personal. That's yeah, personal. like, bro, you, you just gonna subscribe to her channel and back, we just was at dinner with them the other day at Arby's and shit. I mean, <laughs> sound that sounded all wrong, right? Um, you just gonna go out here masturbating her shit? I can understand <laughs> if it's like you watching uh ex hamster or whatever. Yeah, I can't think of any porn stars right now. Riley Reed or something like that. It's like she's been around the block, bro. She got she got like an archive. <laughs> like, well, he went to his archive and started rubbing one out, and his wife did not approve. Yeah, no, that's wild. I could I could see OnlyFans old tapes, like vintage, like nineteen sixty eight. You know, I mean, if he pulled up if he pulled up footage on his phone that he took with his phone and it wasn't her, she's got a different right to be. Yeah. Upset. But like, if it's now, even if it's some, maybe some weird shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Giraffe makes love to tree. Then it's like, I, um, what? What is that? More so, leave at that point. But you shouldn't hit them. No, you shouldn't. But yeah, that's wild. Assaulting anyone because they it, think about it. This was his pleasure session. He it's was having joy. a moment of erotic joy. Erotic joy, and she took that joy away. She took it away and assaulted him. Mm-hmm. She doesn't deserve nice things. She took the Otic and put ER. <laughs> and I was just, okay, that was, that was she strange. took out the Otic and sent them to the ER. <laughs> yes, that, that was better phrasing. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, taking away the joy, I think Walmart did this. You see where they came out with Juneteenth ice cream? Yeah, whatever. Oh. I would have thought a different reaction. Now, the only the only thing I had a problem with is that it was great value ice cream. Yeah, that's, that's what I kind of took to from it too. It's it's broke. They're basically saying Juneteenth is for broke people, and they have yeah. a pride ice cream as well. And they but, had a pride one, but even in the flavor kind of caught me off guard because it was like red velvet, and I'm like, I really feel like they could have done. I'm assuming there has to be some sort of black I history. Promise dessert. you, if this ice cream was being put out by Ben and Jerry's, no one would care. They'd be like, oh. I can't wait to go taste it. It's because of the um, fondness and the work that Ben and Jerry's puts into whenever they like create a brand of ice cream that's supposed to support a cause. But it's great value. It's Juneteenth, and apparently they trademark the Juneteenth. I don't know. Um, it's a little weird, but it's the only part that I was just like, eh, it's great value. I don't want that shit. Like, I'm not gonna be in an uproar or anything. Like. It's just because it's great value. Who looks forward to great value? No one. You know, it's funny. I looked up um, Black History Month desserts, and I came across this website, food52.com, and they have 30 meals to kick off Black History Month. One for They even gave you extra meals because Black History Month only has 28 days. Yes. So they have passion fruit coconut layer cake. I'm like, that doesn't mm, hmm. scream Black History to me. Um, shrimp and cauliflower. Gri- okay, now I'm not gonna that. Um, another shrimp and cauliflower grits. No, yeah, that doesn't sound. Mm. Right. Mm. Somali sweet cakes. I can maybe see that. Spicy okra and corn salad. Maybe. No, I don't know. Peanut curry break. Where are 
where's the soul food? Like this, this buttermilk all, fried chicken. I mean, yeah, but is that like number one on the list? No, it's number six, but they garnish it with like thyme as What's well. What's number so. one? What's number one? It was the uh, coconut drink I just mentioned. That was the first thing. That was the first thing. That is disrespectful. Some white woman made this list. Sweet potato pop tarts with brown butter icing. Come Jeez. on, player. That is a lot. Yeah, that's that. A lot of this stuff is just extra. Spice Brussels sprouts. Oh, I don't mean, know. Uh, they have a. Yeah, this is interesting. Oh, cornbread's in here. It should be. Like, let, let's be real. Black history is associated with stereotypical things. Fried chicken, watermelon, soul food, maybe malt liquor. Yo, yeah, it has yam and plantain. You don't uh, need to mix those. Curry. They could be, they could yeah, be separate. They could be separate and work just fine. Sourdough discard, honey, rosemary, corn. That's bread. how you know a white person made this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sourdough. Niggas don't do sourdough. Yeah. That is not a pastime of Negroes. Gluten-free chicken and waffles with maple bourbon close this website. You can you can write to your congressman because this is completely disrespectful. Because oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't 30, it was 38 jubilant recipes. Use the word jubilant. (laughs) This has me more upset than the great value Juneteenth ice cream. Yeah, it does actually. This, this is this is perpetrating. The Juneteenth ice cream is just like a bad marketing ploy. Like I don't care about the commercialization of holidays. Like that's what it is. Like every holiday. Oh yeah, yeah, is yeah. associated with spending money. And that, and that's essentially why I got it. I was like, dang, y'all really jumped in on this joint. Like y'all really was like, oh, this is a new new holiday that people acknowledge. We need to do something. We need to sell something around the holiday. Yeah, we need to sell ice cream. I'm what? I mean, the, the idea, it's Juneteenth. Summer. They should have brought Aunt Jemima back. That's what they should have done. Listen, that Pearl Mill and Co. will never win me over. No. I will get everything else but that. Yeah, but the great value does add a sting to it, though. It's it, like, come on. Great. Yeah. No one says, I want the great value. No. Because if, if you had a choice. As an alternative. If you were to go into a Walmart and they say, look, pick an ice cream. Anyone doesn't matter. No one's grabbing a great value one. The great value is like sketchers, right? You get great value because you're going to Walmart. You're not going to Walmart to get great value. You get sketchers because you're going into the sketchers store. You don't, you're not going out to get sketchers. You know, like you just, uh, sketchers <laughs> at the outlet and it's like, oh, let's walk in here. Exactly. Exactly. Let's walk in here. And that's why you pick up some Someone's Skechers. like, hey, Saturday, let's go to Skechers. There's a new release. There's a, there's a, no. there's a hot new release from Skechers. Remember, I got Remember they said yeah. it was like, cool. <laughs> Wait, was it? Uh, I'm Caseless. You're Caseless. It was something. Caseless used to have some funny commercials. I'm about to watch that later. But yeah, no, you're right. They never, no one ever goes out, tries to get it. Uh, I don't know why they, well, I know why they did it. They but, did it as a, as a way to make money, but it's it was a it was a failed attempt you know the thing is that bothers me though because they they took it back because of the backlash and i'm like i need y'all to just own up yeah yeah own Stick to land. yeah we made that jump and we got some chicken on sale like i, I just doubled down like just fuck it why Stick not landing like yo you, y- y'all ain't gonna stop shopping at walmart <laughs> like y- y'all y'all know who i'm talking about <laughs> you were better off putting it out 
because there Somebody was an investment. There's an investment and you can make something from that investment. Like we're, we're looking at it. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of like, this is a business decision or this is a great business decision or a bad business decision. Like you pulling it back is almost just as bad as the idea of CNN plus. Like yeah. you're not listening to anybody. And that's, that's a, like, just go for it. Full steam ahead, put it out. All right, lesson learned. We can't do this. But you backed away because you some bitch ass niggas, and that's the great value. Y'all some that bitches. Is. Yep. Speaking of food, extra tasty fraudulently. Marquerva Lamar, a Florida KFC employee, has been arrested for credit and debit card fraud after an investigation revealed revealed that Marquerva, I hope I'm saying that right. Excuse my uh head, not my heart used her phone to take pictures and videos of customer credit cards or drive through windows. And then she would go home and find additional information about the customers by looking up in public searches and then ordered thousands of dollars of purchases online. <laughs> Guess the state. I already said it, Florida. Dang it. We're going to yeah, play but, a game. No, but even then, like, that's, that sounds like so Florida is, right? Like, it's just like, yo, I, I'm slick. No one's thought of doing this before. Right, right. Okay, sure. And it's like, oh, all the people have in common, they went to KFC before they got robbed. Oh, okay. Um, because the common denominator is pretty probably obvious. Like, it's it, like, okay, it, it was oh, probably everyone- as simple as one person reported and was like, the only place I use this cart was at the KFC. And then it just it stemmed from there. They caught her with one and she admitted to the others. Yeah, because you know they had those drive things on camera, so she probably wasn't even slick about it either. Like she probably like you know took the cart. <laughs> it's like what, what was just, you doing just turned her back and you just saw the flash now if you were gonna do it like she should have i mean not to say i would do this but like she should like invested in some like mini cameras or something like on her sleeve or something so that way it would have been like a motion she wouldn't have that's seen what, it that's what she bought oh she, she was you know she was getting her kim possible on but she had to start up somewhere you know what i'm saying what she really should have done was just waited a little while yeah like I don't, I don't know out. the time. Just, just wait a little while before you started going crazy. Yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. what it was. And that's always too, like, if somebody gets away with it, they're like, bet. And it's like, yo, $20 here and there, you probably could have got away for a long time. But you went ham. You went like $1,000 ASAP. Like, nah, you can't do that. Most people don't have that type of money in their account. Mm-hmm. It's going to be noticed. If you, if you hit like $20 here and there, you probably would have been cool. And, and plus, like, you know, she's ordering stuff online, so it's got to be shipped somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, eh, she, she sent it, she sent it to her house, I'm sure. Yeah, no, good enough, she did. Um, well, my last one um, is, I saw this TikTok of this woman eating a pickle covered in cotton candy. And I was she like, freak. oh, she a freak freak. The, but apparently this is a thing, that they actually sell this shit. Freak freaks. And I'm like, yo, and then I saw like a pickle flavored like cotton candy itself and i'm like does those go together i don't like i haven't had cotton candy i can literally probably say 30 years like you you can literally just pour sugar on a pickle because that's what it is yeah yeah i don't know um i don't know but then like i came across while i was trying to fact check this thing you know tiktok is fickle right but i actually came across like a very a large supply of pickle flavored stuff right okay and I even like even Whole Foods sells like pickle flavored milk. Like I was like, why? Um. Anyway, so 
Then I came across this article that was like weird combinations. And I saw this video too, where this guy wrapped Oreos and bacon and smoked it. Right. And I was like, that seems, I don't know. I mean, I like bacon, but Oreos aren't that like great of a cookie per se. So I was like, I don't know how that would contrast. But then it was also Oreos on a burger. And I was like, all right, that, hmm. that would fuck my mouth up. Like, I mean, like you don't want like a crunch outside, like maybe bacon on a burger. Like Oreos are tough. Like, I mean, I, 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 like, I, I can't imagine that. But then they also had onion flavored chocolate. And uh, uh, I guess in response to Shrek. So they made that at one point. And then they had ice cream on a fried chicken sandwich. Okay. You, really? I, think I mean, gross. I don't think I would finish it, but I would take a bite. I could maybe see, like, if it was a really good fried chicken. Bite. I feel like I, I had to finish be, like, it. fried ice cream, yo. Like, it had to have, like, the, the, the immediate, like, the, the chicken had to be hot. Like, I feel like the hot and cold would just, my teeth would just explode, yo. Um, and lastly, it was a spam-filled chocolate chip cookie. So they, you know, cut it. And you know, like how, I guess, like, you know, how sometimes they, like, stuff like Oreos inside of cookies or whatever. They essentially, guess, uh, thin slice of Spam, packed the dough around it, baked it. I feel like this should be on that website you just checked out. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. Not for Black History Month, just for, like, stupid shit to eat during the summer. And yeah. then you just list out these items. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, I don't know. And I, I also feel like a lot of restaurants will probably charge you, like, you know, $30 for the Oreo burger. And it's like, uh, I got my own Oreos. It's just, it's just the Murray's patty <laughs> and some yeah. great value Oreos. And, and that uh, great value uh, potato potato bread and shit. <laughs> Potato bread that struggles. It's like, why is this not soft? <laughs> great value, bitch. Great value. Great value still makes styrofoam plates, yo. Styrofoam. Look, look, look I'm going to tell you. When I was in college, I lived by myself. And I like would, and they always buy the cheap bread because I was like, yo, there's no difference. Let me tell you. I actually bought like, like let's say Wonder Bread, right? Like mm. I'm not even like like not even like fancy like ciabatta or some like and you know like some random bread made from like cow tears or some shit, right? Like I mean, just a step up from great value to like Wonder, and I was mm. like, I didn't know bread could be soft. <laughs> that shit fucked my mind up, bro. Like I was like, yeah, what have I been eating? Like these sandwiches taste so much different. Like my whole sandwich game changed after that, yo. Because I was like, yo. Who the fuck eats that shit? And to your point, like we said earlier, no one voluntarily. I I was, but once I got the new experience, oh no, nah, I ain't never go back. The bread I use right now, it's from Sarah Lee, bougie for starters, and it actually says artisan bread on it. Oh yeah, it, this bread I will never go back to anything else. I found yeah. this bread and I was just like, I don't care. This bread two dollars and sixty three cents. No, I'm okay with it. It's my, worth my it. Sandwiches it are. So Fabulous. worth it, yo. Like yes. it really elevates the bread. And that's why sometimes I, I'll look at those like fancy breads in like Safeway. It's like uh, you know, like Montgomery jalapeno loaf. And I'm like, you're too advanced. But I was like, I want to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to try you, but I don't know how I don't know what goes with you. Like, you're too too of a niche, like you're too specialized. I can't, I'm not ready for you. I need somebody mm-hmm. to walk me through a bread eating uh and what to pair with it. 
Cause I just throw some like bologna and Swiss cheese on that shit. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw uh, bologna would throw on my bologna. artisan still, bread. There's, there's no way I would do that. No, 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 no I'm, I'm being. But you know, what I'm saying like, but that's it's like I'm gonna do a ham and cheese sandwich. Like, nah, bro, you need to you need to make this, uh, you know, organic uh, fried chicken and with this uh, hem, uh, some some sort of enquoi uh, or <laughs> some shit grass fed lettuce, like, radish, <laughs> some... avocado, uh, aioli or some shit like you know something like yeah. where it's like oh. Okay. Aioli is mayonnaise, but yeah, they I think decided it's like to egg whites and some other shit. Whatever you add, mayonnaise, it. mayonnaise would yeah. shit added to it. That's what an aioli yeah. is. It's just like, yeah. oh, this is this is a rebrand. I, yeah. I see what you did there. You know, hot pepper aioli. Like you mean sriracha and mayo? Sriracha <laughs> and mayo. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. It's a, a indigenous Asian red pepper aioli. No, bro. You put you some just, red pepper flakes in his mayonnaise. It's, huh? it's, it's a hot it's, mix it homemade uh, dipping sauce. That's what you did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of dipping sauces, Sardi's is now charging for the sauces. Shut the fuck up. True See, story. The economy is at its all time low now. Man. Sardi's is charging. I don't know if it's 50 or 60 cents or it might be a buck, but Sardi's is charging no, for no, the sauces. Well, different ones give you different size variables, right? Like there's some that's like the two ounce, like regular dipping sauce. And I know Sardi's is infamous for doing like the one ounce joints, the little teeny baby jumps. And those are 50 cents. You got to rob them bamboos, yo, or something, because they, 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 that's ridiculous. Yeah. Times have changed. And for my last bit of gentle judgment for this week, it's a bit lighthearted and a bit racist. So I feel like the days of the week are different nationalities or races <laughs> or groups okay. within races. Yeah. I feel like Tuesdays. Are light skin. Okay. Tuesdays feel very light skin. I feel like Thursdays are mixed. So you and I are represented on Tuesday and Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Wednesdays are like K-pop Asians. Oh, okay. They're just too cool and they get it all. Wednesdays just gets it all. Monday is white because only Monday looks forward to starting off the week like a white person would. And Friday. Friday does not recognize any racial constraints or identifies as anything other than human because everybody can get some on Friday. Yeah, I can go with that. I love Saturday and Sunday open because um, who cares? Yeah. But it all stemmed from, I feel like Tuesday is pretty light skin. I agree with that. Glad you agree, sir. Don't judge me. Thanks for coming back to the Don't Judge Me podcast and is doing this portion of the show. We have a couple of voicemails to listen to and hopefully I'll play them right the first time. So let's see what happens. Nigel and J. Del Negro. This is Jalapeno J. Jared, that's right. One half of the hashtag Blackout podcast. Sorry. Is he talking sexy to us? Yeah. Are you okay with it? Yeah, I'm fine. Totally okay. Cool All right, cool. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one getting a little excited. I'm I'm letting him express his erotic joy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening to your ball koozie um, episode, testacuzzi, um, as it is actually called. Uh, it is the platinum level edition all the way, all the time. Uh, yeah, that was sexy. He just all the way, all the time. That was that was that was sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's erotic. This, I like this, it. This is erotic joy. And at its finest, people. Listen, love it. Tell us all about it. 
And I think the only higher edition would be diamond, and we call that the Nutacuzzi. Scrotacuzzi. Anyway, I was listening to the episode, and my boy Jay uh, left a message. Um, So shout out to him. And I heard you all talking about creating a hook shrubs and spice uh, flavor for the testacuzzi. Man, I I, I can sort of get with that, and I sort of can't get with that. Um, Now, we have actually uh, said before, and we've had guests on our show before, and people leave us messages saying, hey, sprinkle hook shrub all over your ladies and all over your man and your lady and man parts, um, and it will make everything taste a lot better. Uh, that is true. Uh, you know, sprinkle hook shrub all over your life. It'll be a lot better. But I'm not sure I can get on board with the testacuzzi version of the seasoning. Um, we have a lot of great flavors already. Uh, personally, I think the midnight would be perfect uh, for this situation. Uh, you know, sprinkle it on, you know, your parts and let the lady go to town at midnight. That'd be perfect. Um I don't know, even if you want a little bit of spice in your life, a little Cajun, get the Cajun red. Or even a little Rasta. Yeah, man, down by the beach. The Rasta rub that we have, a little Jamaican jerk, that would be perfect too. But, you know, um, I'm not I, I'm not sold on the ball koozie. Y'all would have to expound upon that a little bit more, at least flavoring for the ball koozie. Ball koozie actually probably would be a really good idea for all men. Anyway, on that note, uh, I'm blacking out. I just had to stop the episode and call y'all. Because, yeah, we're not going to come out with that flavor. Uh, Black Nut. Peace. <laughs> Before we go any further, I just want to uh, congratulate Jared and his Hooks Rubs and Spices blend of uh, smoking sweetness as being voted the number six best barbecue rub on the planet by American Royal. Congratulations, um, man. That's a big deal in the barbecue space especially if it's a planetary award and uh, I'm certain he's deserving of it. I haven't had that flavor yet. However, I have. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Really, really good. That's what's up. And back to what he was saying though, Jamaican jerk for the ball koozie. Yeah. I feel much like it's going to. somewhere. Like I, yeah. it, it just feels like the most perfect one. But uh, honey, what are you doing? Jamaican jerk. And so you know, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that 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 one. Getting clean for you for the jerk session. I don't know anything. I mean, you could do some things. Do all kinds of things. You're supposed to sprinkle it all, sprinkle it all over your loved ones, make everything yeah. better for you. So, um, I think he's already in the space. He just won't admit that he is. They've been doing that for a while now, and now that there's a product that can coincide with sprinkling all over your loved ones and your loved areas, they just just go for it. Like, dive dive head in. Just get a bigger ball koozie before you do it. I need a bulk order. I'm gonna get some midnight, get a girl, you know, get Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? Pour it in the tub and you know, and drink it. <laughs> go, go, go. So are you gonna season it before or like while she's taking the bath or after she gets out? I'm gonna let her marinate the spice. <laughs> so it's gonna be her first, then the then the uh midnight. Got it. Got it. Midnight rub. Yeah, that's what I have midnight. So uh, that's that's the Rihanna flavor. And we're just going to go with that. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got one more voicemail. And let's have at it. Shall we? Jake Del Negro Nigel, the wave capper. What? Not so sexy this time. I wonder what's the difference. I oh. think 
he was testacuzzing with his lady and then thought, I should get these guys a call. Yeah, these dudes, this dude killed it. Man. They, you know they what? on to something. Yeah, they are. This, this was this was this was the wave, and I just need to tell them, but I'm gonna pretend like I'm not on board for what's going on. So mm-hmm. he's trying to leave us out the cut, you know, like just out uh, fast send your seatbelts. You know yeah, saying? exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And this this go around, he just like outside chilling. He just pumps some gas, feeling some sort of way. What is up, Jared? One half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. My J, my cousin sends his love to you fellas and your whole audience man i'm listening to this uh, episode measuring from the butt crack to the to the tip or whatever i, I haven't gotten to that part yet so uh, i'll be excited about that when i get there i guess um but if you're excited when you get to the tip the measurement's different just saying hey yeah <laughs> i am listening to i believe it's mr honey glaze talk about uh, the sandwich tastes better because somebody died for it. Uh, the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich situation, the first one it is, the first pandemic, as you said, Jay. And I can't co-sign that because, yeah, somebody died for it. But I will say that sandwich was actually pretty darn great. What's wild is this. I know all across the country, especially in the hood, people were waiting, and I quote you guys, 55 minutes plus an extra 20 minutes uh, for that chicken sandwich, even though it was right behind them. What's wild is where I am in Utah, you know, the closest you have to a hood is like a half hood. So, uh, but I don't live in the hood. I live in a nicer area, I guess, than the hood. So, and we have a Popeye's pretty close by. So I went to that Popeye's right after that chicken sandwich was released and all the buzz and all the fanfare around it. I was like, I'm going to give me a chicken sandwich, and I'm ready to throw some elbows to pick it up at the cash register. What's wild is when I got there, there was only one other person in the drive through line. Uh, there were maybe one or two other cars in the parking lot. It was extremely tame. So I was like, well, at least I didn't have to fight nobody, worry about getting shanked or shot, anything like that, while trying to get this sandwich. Sandwich was delicious. Uh, but what I want to know is if y'all have ever been in a situation where it's been a highly anticipated release or maybe like a Black Friday, something like that, and you went and it was just super tame. Uh, but would you have wished that it was a place where there was all kinds of fighting and arguing and people getting arrested? Or were you happy that it was tame? I don't know. Hopefully y'all are doing well. On that note, I'm blacking out. Peace. Thanks again for the voicemail, Jared. Uh, to answer your question, I can only speak from experience working retail on Black Fridays. And I used to work in Foot Locker. And the first time I ever worked Black Friday, I was getting all this information about what's going to happen, what it's going to be like. And it was nothing like that because nobody gave a fuck. No one came to Foot Locker until the end of the TV shopping. So I was a little disappointed. We did have a guy to try to steal a bunch of baseball caps from us and we tackled him in the store. But other than that, like it wasn't too exciting. Like I used to have this dude that worked for us. He was old. Like he was like an old thug. His name was Kip. Kip was like 50. And he had straight long back cornrows that were not gray. And Kip used to be like on the block for real, for real. And Kip was like, check this out, check this out. And he was like giving me like hand signals and shit. Like I like we was on the yard or something like that. Like I'm supposed to know that this is the dude we watching out for. He like flipping his fingers up and throwing and pointing certain ways. And I'm just like, nigga, I'm 20. I don't get none of this and I don't do nothing illegal. But uh Kip took off. He didn't look old. He moved old. But I got to him first and then Kip rounded it up with me 
and then we brought him down. But beyond that, like we weren't like calling the police. We were just like snatching our shit back and kicking him and telling him get the fuck out. So I guess that was kind of exciting. Yeah, it definitely started started off. I guess quote unquote you saying not being exciting, and it, it definitely became exciting. It was it was an exciting moment. Thanks, Kip. Hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. I know I've I've been in electronic stores and they've gotten some crazy fights, altercations. Um, me personally, I used to wait in line for video games before they became electronic downloads. And I actually used to love the fights because then the line <laughs> got shorter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, 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 you called you a bitch. <laughs> Fight. All right, I'm four people closer. Um, I'm getting there. You know what I'm saying? So I I I you know I, I love what, the, what, the fight. What games would you waiting for? Uh Halo, uh Call of Duty, uh Need for Speed, um, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of times where I've waited, you know, at midnight on game release. It's one o'clock in the morning. I just want to get back so I can play another game because there's probably already people who have 12 hours ahead of me uh, from you know Asia or some shit, mm-hmm. and I uh, just want to get and start ranking up. And um, it never really. I mean, it, it, it was interesting, but you know, I have a question I want to pose to Jay. Do you think the sandwich would have been better if you had to fight for it? Um, he really enjoyed it, though. He said, it "Yeah, was that's what I'm saying." But would it would have would have been a greater sandwich if he had to like hustle and bustle for it? The truth is, yes, but he's got an easy life in Utah. Yeah, so, I'm just saying, like you know, with the blood flowing, would that would have you know increased his uh you know uh <laughs> palate? <laughs> his taste buds would have been heightened. Yeah, to, yes, they would have like transcended. You ever seen those drinks where people bite into food and then like the, like it zooms in on their eyes and they, and they roll the up into their head, yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. tears yeah. fall down. Like it could he could have transcended and the birth <laughs> of a goat and shit, just explosions <laughs> and all kinds of shit just happens. Yeah, like all of that yeah. stuff just like fucking happens. supernova to start the universe. Yeah, yeah. that shit. He it has, could have been if he had to fight a Bertha or something. You know, what I mean? who knows? Yeah, I, I think the appreciation for the sandwich would have been far better. And apparently, they have a new sauce to go with the sandwich what is it a cajun ranch or something like, you know motherfuckers love ranch and hey. then they put like a spicy ranch on it and uh, uh, what, what is the asian uh what is it what did i say asian ghost pepper aioli yeah exactly they put the asian ghost <laughs> the pepper aioli and, and on the, relish <laughs> sriracha relish on the sandwich and yeah. now people are going i don't know about crazy but I think yeah. it's intensifying again for the uh, yeah. chicken sandwich from Popeye's. That is funny. Um, I can tell you where people are not like camping out and trying to make decisions about life or liberty to get something with a new release. And that's Skechers, just like Great Value. No one, no one gives a fuck. No one, no one gives a fuck. But uh, Jared, appreciate the voicemails. Yeah, uh, it's always a pleasure. Your family from the other side of the country. And if you want to be a part of this family, you can do so by leaving us a voicemail at 410-834-1562. I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes, because y'all ain't shit. Um, I believe we've covered this young lady or older lady is a 71 year old who was convicted of murdering her husband. Who was a chef? Yeah, yeah, we did talk about this. Yep, yep. Um, so her conviction actually came through yesterday, mm-hmm. and I think it's just more so because I know we have talked about it, but it's just why why put stuff out there? Like I don't I don't get why people do it. Like even in the court settings, and, I, and again, I know we covered it, but it's like, yeah, 
our, our client couldn't have done it because she was just researching how you collect gun parts to kill someone. That's exactly how her husband died. So shut the fuck up and go to jail. Like, I mean, like, why? Like, whoever her lawyer is must be in the same firm as, you know, <laughs> other other lawyers out there that are really bad, right? So it's like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I hope she enjoys, I guess, her last couple of years in jail. So to be the person that's bad at their job, right? But you're supposed to be reliable is a crazy thing. Like you're the forklift driver at the warehouse who isn't good at driving forklifts. Yeah. You, you bang the pallets every now and again. You, you don't line it up. You might damage some of the good, whatever. You're the one that's bad, but that's just in the warehouse. Only the people in the warehouse know. And, and the manager's wife, because he comes home and complains about you. But when you're bad at your job in a public forum, you're a defense attorney, and you're really bad at being a defense attorney, yep. it becomes public record how bad you are. And yep. someone paid you money, unless you're a public defender or whatever, that's different. But someone paid you money to do them a service, and you're bad at it. She couldn't have done it. She just likes reading. It's like she couldn't have done it. Information done it. is important to her. She was just researching a book on how to, you know, like and th- that's the funniest part too. Is like she was researching a book on how you can assimilate a gun by buying pieces, and that book is about how a woman assimilated pieces to kill her husband with a gun. And it's like, did you do you realize what you just said? Cause like. You're basically saying she couldn't have done it because the plot's too obvious. Yeah. She's not that dumb. Like, yeah, okay. Except she is. Well, uh, good luck in your jail sentencing. And I hope the lawyer takes a new profession and becomes like a manager in Arby's because they need all the help from bad people that they can get. Speaking of bad people. Wells Fargo is accused of scheduling fake job interviews with black applicants for roles that have already been promised to other candidates. And you know why they did it? To boost diversity statistics. This was brought to light by Joe Bruno, who was fired after blowing the whistle on the practice. Joe is one of seven current and former employees that claim their bosses in the wealth management sector instructed them to interview diverse candidates for positions that were already filled. Joe's a white man. Joe was like, I'm not doing this shit. We've already given the job to Billy Bob. Why the fuck am I inter- interviewing Donnell? There's no reason. Yeah. Joe, our diversity numbers look like shit. We got to pretend we're doing something about it. Interview him, goddammit. Interview him. But then he was That's- backed up by six other employees who said, yeah, this is what was going on. Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Wells Fargo had an issue years ago where the former, I want to say CEO or CFO has been banned from the banking industry because they were creating false accounts under people's names who didn't know that they had these accounts to inflate numbers. So Wells Fargo has a practice of inflating things that aren't actually true or stable. That's why. They're shitty. They ain't shit. Like the 
industry itself is questionable, but Wells Fargo specifically ain't shit. If your black ass got your money with Wells Fargo, think about it. Navy Federal Credit Union, lie, find somebody, let them put you down as a relative, make it happen. Make it happen. Yep. And um, that's that though. I mean, you know, every company has their, I guess, thing is just getting getting caught. <laughs> so I cheat um, still. Yo. Um, so there is a story about an ex-Miami Dolphin cheerleader, 42 years old, whose friends are tired of her not being in a relationship. She's now a news reporter. I don't know if she's still a Miami Dolphin cheerleader. The photo looks aged. So I'm just wondering how long do you hold on to that title before you drop it? Um, which is impressive. I mean, being a cheerleader for a National Football League team. But, I mean, if it was 20 years ago, stop saying it. Um, but what happened um, uh, is that her friends are tired of her being single, put out an ad for create this thing where apparently there's a website where you can actually make pages, excuse me, for your friends to help find them love without their permission. Oh. And then the CEO of this said app, and I forgot what it was called, decided to take it one step forward and put a 48-foot-tall billboard in Times Square showcasing off this young lady's profile page. So she pretty much took it as an opportunity to advertise her app. Um, advertise the app, I should say, because the CEO, I'm not sure if she actually created the app. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess my reaction is just, how dare you? <laughs> like, they ain't nobody business. Not everybody gonna just be reaching out to me. Like, I don't want that. Is she cute? Yeah, she's cute. Okay, okay. So we got that out of the way. Um, is she crazy? See, I don't know. Hmm. I'm just like, yo, your friend from, from the looks of her pictures, thing? from the looks of her picture, does she have crazy in the eyes? You can see it. They don't soften. She seems like she's she she has other shit going on. Hmm. Forty two single, career driven, and I don't think you can um, put away if you were a professional cheerleader or like Miss America or you or you won something. You could always have that title. If you were president of the United States, you were always President George W. Bush. That, that's always your title. Former First Miss place America, in the Science Fair, nineteen ninety seven. Claim. It. Okay. Claim it. Keep the titles with you. Don't let that shit big up your shit. You did that. Do it. I think there However, was like a uh uh like a, it wasn't ebony, it was one of those like other like major. If you like, were a jet beauty of the week, fuck yeah, claim that shit. Okay. Put that on your resume. Cool. Attributes, jet beauty of the week. September <laughs> September 2001. Yeah. Digital only, whatever the fuck it is, like just Yep. Claim it. Claim it. Claim it. it. I'm all about that. However, that billboard is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I've been like, first off, but yeah, they they posted it pretty much said like, hey, uh, I'm on here. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> like I, I'd be so mad. You know, <laughs> just, like, just got the sound effect of her sucking her teeth. I'm on here. Yeah, like it's just, I mean, clearly, I mean, because like I said, she looks attractive. It just, it just is like, yo. Y'all really took this opportunity. The CEO, like, and it's like she lives in, I think Florida, because that's she. She's a newscaster for Florida. Mm-hmm. So why did you put a bull board in New York? Like they ain't helping me. Well, because when you sign up for things like that, they reserve the right to use your image in their marketing promotion. Oh, 
Okay. So you give it, you know, the, you know, the, the disclaimer that you don't read Yeah. and just say, okay, to like, yeah, I'm horny and lonely. Yeah. They're going to use your images if they feel like it'll help them out. And apparently it got them noticed, but you didn't remember the name. So I don't know how much it helped them. It's like, I was some short, I was like something, whatever. It didn't matter. So I got some mean shit for Miss Vivica A. Fox. Oh, I remember her. Karma isn't vengeance. That's Batman. And if he has on Black Air Force Ones, that's Nigel as Batman. Mm-hmm. Vivica Fox said the following. I didn't find anything about this man to be healing. He insulted African-American women on a constant basis. To me, he was a shock jock. I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. And she was referring to Kevin Samuels after his death. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. What? I can get you not vibing with Kevin Samuels. I can get you not liking Kevin Samuels. I can get you not appreciating and having a disdain for Kevin Samuels because of whatever reason you have for it. But to say the reason he died is because he talked this way about these subjects is crazy. That's not how anything ever works. The reason he died is because he took gas station dick pills and his heart couldn't handle it. He was trying to take on something that was too much for him and he pumped a little bit too much and she couldn't bring him back. Them gas station dick pills will have your blood flowing. He couldn't handle it. Plain and simple. That's why he died. Not because he said, you're over 35, you're worthless, or whatever the fuck he would say about whoever reached out to him and asked for his advice on things. Just... To you to weaponize karma, which tons of people do, but to weaponize karma is just against the principles of karma. It's just basically saying there's an ebb and flow to life. Put out negative energy, negative things return. But there's no time, there's no date, there's no no retribution scorecard. It's just like life is energy. You put things out, you get things back. That's what karma is, but it is not a tool of vengeance. That's just not how it works. The fuck. The fuck. One more time. The fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're right. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to segue. So I'm just going to throw out there. Woman, 26. Ah, Kevin's image would have liked her. I don't know. Okay. Woman, 26, whose partner is 47, insists his three divorces... Made him a better man. <laughs> he learned how to be a better husband for all of his other wives. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And she's like, oh, he's not my sugar daddy, even though he's a real estate mogul. Um, we found love after he learned from his mistakes. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, definitely you know, that. best of luck to them. No, it's. You both are there for a good time. So you're yeah. aligned. In that regard. However, when the good times run out, what happens? That's the true test. Yeah. That's the, is he going to tell you to shut your broke ass up? Are you going to tell him you old motherfucker? I don't love you anyway. Like, how's this supposed to work? The convenience of 
him being able to do for her and she being hot will wear off eventually. Oh, they definitely do. And it's one of those things where, um, I mean, if you find love, you find love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, seems kind of, don't lie. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. <laughs> like, why, why were they talking to them? Like, what made this couple so special? Exactly. Was she was she on? Well, that's why I was kind of like, yo, it seems like y'all, you try, like, who are you trying to convince? Or is it you or is it them? I mean, like, I mean, what do you need? I mean, there, there are plenty of, like, people in relationships where the man is significantly older than the woman. And, but why this couple? Is he, like, important? She's not, I'm sure. But is he important or is she, like, an influencer? And Well, she probably is an influencer. She probably want to get, like, out there. So, like, all right, well, here's a new story about how, you know, this is okay. I'm understanding. I'm I'm not judging him because he had three previous marriages and he's a great guy. And uh, you know, but it is funny because it's like, yeah, they met because like I guess he was selling the, like a brother a house mm-hmm. and they immediately clicked. And I'm like, like at the settlement table? Like, is that how y'all click? Like does she have <laughs> really big tits? Yeah. Yeah, that's how so I do with a young black woman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I understand more now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's, she's there for the lifestyle. It doesn't matter who the guy is, as long yep. as he can provide. I, yep. I know hey. that type. Yep, I do too. That's I why I was like, type. okay, whatever you need to justify what you need to justify. But, but if think, think about it like this. If you are a prospect, right? You're, you're an athletic prospect and you are picking colleges, you're a high school prospect picking colleges. Would you go to the school that appeared in three national championship games but lost, and that coach coached all three of those games, or the school that hasn't appeared in any national championship games? I mean, the way you phrase it, I, of course, would go with the former. Exactly, because there is uh, prestige, there is experience. experience, there is an aptitude for success. Like, he didn't pull it out in the end. He didn't, he didn't go all the way, but he's been there. He's touched the promised land and he knows what it's all about. So and all he needs is a star athlete, a star athlete to ride, to ride with him. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. That, that, the, the failed marriages doesn't mean this one's going to fail. It just means he tweaks some things. We're, we're looking for championships and they're about to take it all the way. Yep. There you go. That's my spin. That's my spin. Speaking of spins, check this one out. Moderna's new CFO is fired after one day on the job. (laughs) Okay. He was fired over allegations of improper sales practices where he incentivized purchasers to buy from him in order to meet sales goals. So he worked somewhere else. He would basically run up the scheme. It was like, hey, you buy X, Y, and Z from me. I'll kick back this amount of money from that sale. So if he, oh, he okay. inflated his goals to, you know, he was on $30,000 per month or something like that, whatever. And he would kick back a percentage from what he sold back to the person that actually bought it. Well, however, George, did I get the right name? However, George Gomez, I'm sorry, George, George Gomes, and that's George with a J, will still collect his full yearly salary of $700,000. Worked on the job one day, got 700K. 
technically he could say he was a CFO and he could use this now to get another CFO position. He can get another job while still collecting his full salary from this job. I want friends with benefits right there. That's exactly. That's the HR benefit. I need that friend that can get me that benefit because those negotiations are crazy. They didn't that they were a day behind in vetting him. You see what I'm saying? They lost $700,000 because they just held on for one day too long. One day, 700 grand gone. Yeah, that's wild. And then, you know, it's funny, the next one, the, because of the, the bad imagery now, he just alley the next CEO because that motherfucker going to have to get paid more to take over this shit show they got going on. So that yeah, means they're going like to pay 700 and the next person probably going to get paid a million. Looks like it, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, yo, oh, we just I had to fire somebody because of this. You, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> How much you gonna pay me? Because I know what you paid him. So that's 700. I need more than that. Yeah. Because public knowledge now. Damn, that's whack. But you know, I, I guess which is uh, interesting. We're talking about you know high high salary in jobs, maybe. Mm-hmm. This young lady forgot where she's at, but she gets paid to teach people how to poop. She is a pelvic health therapist and teaches you how to contour your body and stretch and whatnot to make your poops better is this uh are these people people who've been through trauma or had some sort of accident where nope. they have to learn how to walk again nope. or Just, little hey dog, kids you got bubble like, guts i can help you out let's do these stretches can't you just get like a squatty potty for like 30 bucks off of it? Amazon. Some smooth move and some high fiber bars. You probably be shitting up a storm. Some smooth move. Is that a thing? That's a T. Smooth move. Yeah. It's a, a laxative T. I am very impressed. I'll give them a golf clap for the naming because that's a yeah, great, a great name. name. Uh, but wow. I thought you were just shooting from the hip. But no, no, no. no. It's actually a T. It's actually a T. It's creative name. Um, I've had it in my life, uh, cause I was doing like a, a cleanse and I had to drink it. It's, it's, it, it pretty much tells you on the box. Like you drink this shit, be home. <laughs> like don't go out. Like you, you need to be in the house, like, or else <laughs> yeah, back, back at an old job, it was a bunch of women and they would drink ballerina tea and it just had ballerinas on the box. It was a green box and two things. I took it once. I didn't take it the first time they offered it to me. I just like held up the tea bag and was just like looking at it. I was like, eh, whatever. And I put it back in the box. Holding the tea bag because I then ate or something later did something to me. Shit. Okay. Drinking the tea after steeping it or whatever took me out for two days. And that's drink on every day. This was what they were doing at work. Not even waiting for the weekend. It's just Ladies, y'all crazy. Crazy. My last bit of yelling shit for episode 134 goes like this. An NBA beat reporter was put on indefinite leave after Twitter dug up some of his old tweets. Basically, dude slighted Steph Curry by calling him a front runner. And a front runner is when someone only scores points when their team's in the league. So basically your team's up 96 to 90 and then you go on a a shooting spree and you hit your buckets. So your points don't really add 
to the scope of the game. They just give your team more points is what he's saying about Steph Curry and his fan and his legions of fans are like, fuck that. So they started looking through this guy's Twitter's history, Twitter history, and some of Mark Haynes old tweets read like this. I'm just going to warn you guys, a lot of insensitive things here, but I found some of them funny. So here we go. One of its tweets read, a lot of Asian people look like Lawrence Fishburne. What? Okay. Another of his tweets read, white people call each other assholes. Black people can call each other's niggas. And Asians can say dog eater. Wow. Okay. Another one of his tweets read, I wonder how Indian women get that diamond dot on their head. Super glue? Wow. Hey, I, I can say some racist shit sometimes. It's like, God damn. <laughs> hashtag I'm serious. Not being funny. And uh, my personal favorite, if I had a Mexican kid, I would name him Taquito. Okay. Found that funny? Yeah. And in response to someone else, he wrote, because they ain't straight. If you put your dick in a tranny, you gay, period. Okay. He wrote these about 12 years ago. He's currently only like, I don't know, 28. So when he wrote these, he was like a high school kid and he wrote an apology and was like, I'm going to own up to this shit. Like I said it. Yeah, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm a different person. Change, man. I get it. Twitter's forever. Naming your kid Taquito is a good idea if you ask me. It is. I mean, that, that was creative. I mean, a lot involved because, I mean, you'd have to get a Mexican kid. Um, but I mean, I still it's creative. I mean, you can, you can say, look, you can come here with me. Get a green card. We just have to name our baby Taquito. I'm sure everybody. I mean, they'd be like, all right. A little racist, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most people would be like, a little racist, but cool. A little, little racist. A little. little racist, but I could deal. Baby yeah, Taquito. That's funny. Well, my last one is just a. I should probably actually be in 4Y. Uh, so I'll, this will be a good kind of segue because I'll wrap up. Uh, uterus cereal. It's a cereal with raspberry-shaped uterus that you eat to make awareness of periods and keeping it on the table for conversation. Uh, the person who makes it uh, is like, yeah, it's just, you know, menstrual cycles aren't really talked about. So we need we created the cereal so they could be a, a topic of conversation. And it's raspberry. So as you can imagine, they're red and the milk probably turns red and you're eating uterus while in red liquid before you go to work. (sighs) Is your Internet different from mine? Like, how do you how do you find this kind of stuff? Like, do you have do do you you are on the dark web? That's the answer. Yeah, it finds me. I find it. We're together. Yeah, but no, it definitely is uh, one of those things where I'm like, oh, bro, like, what is this? And like, I mean, like, it, I mean, they look interesting because I mean, it looks a little like, but I mean, just like in a spoon, like you really would grab like eight of them. Like there's like the size of like Oreo, I mean, uh, Cheerios. Oh, I guess like um, maybe like Fruity, Fruity Loops, but it's still like, wh- what? 
I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. Look, but uh, imagine, I right? I don't understand. I feel like this goes on that website too with the Black History Foods. Like this no, is no. all. But paint this picture, right? You're, uh, you know, someone pulls. I posted a billboard of you in New York. You're out here searching for erotic joy. You hook up with a young lady. Next morning, she's like, "I got breakfast." She pulls out an OJ container, OJ cereal, or uterus cereal. <laughs> it's like which? Yeah, which which one? Which which? <laughs> or bacon wrapped Oreos and like what, what breakfast poison. do you want? And then you're like, "This bitch crazy! <laughs> I need to get out of here." I'm just gonna leave because this is yo this is like. Imagine much. that's like your cereal choices though. Like, oh, you want uterus cereal or you want the orange juice drink? Nah, player, I'm a, I'm gonna just I'm gonna sit this one out. Mm-mm, I'm a, your breath stank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sit this one out. This is this is not what I thought it was. No, not at all. Oh, well, I, I do think this is the end of episode 134 of the Don't Judge Me podcast. And because it's the end, this is the beginning of me thanking you all yet again for joining us in judgment. Remember, you can be a part of the show by doing one or all of these three things. Send an email to don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 410-834-1562. Or you can hit certain idea up on WhatsApp at Don't Judge Me Podcast. In closing, I'd just like to say, enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life. Just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. Yep. I remind you guys of our Instagram and Twitter uh, at Don't Judge Pod. Share something with us, add a comment. Love to hear uh, crazy food stories. Uh, that would be something fun to hear. Um, but yeah, uh, be safe out there in these treats. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Peace out, Slims. <laughs>